this edition of the Lace Out Podcast, Peps and Jamie talk about the great game being back on June 11. Jack Stevens getting into a little bit of trouble. The WA Premier opening his mouth again. Blow up dolls. And for the first time ever, we went live on Facebook and YouTube. Hosted by Chris Pepper and Jamie Wallace, we bring you the great game of AFL football each week. Just how you want it. Lace Out. Now, on with episode 73. We are Back, Lace Out's back, but more importantly, guess what's back, my friend? The footy, June 11 is when it all kicks off. It is Lace Out with Peps, with the J-Dog, with your weekly fix of AFL football. And finally, we have some great news is that the game will be back June 11. Don't know what game it's going to be, but do we really care? Jamie Wallace, how's your week been? But more importantly, you're happy to see the great game back. Oh, it is bloody exciting. I cannot wait to watch a bit of sport. I'm sick of watching reruns on KO. I'm sick of watching the seven game of the round grand final bullshit. I just want to watch some footy. Oh, I love it. It's great to hear, mate. But like I said, for the first time, we have, um, for the first time this year, we did it last year on the last account, but we uh, we streamed live on our Facebook page and we're planning to do that around about 8 p.m. every single Tuesday night. So stay tuned for more information. If you're on the stream, uh Drop us a comment, say hi, and if you haven't been able to hear us on the stream and you're hearing it for the first time tonight on the podcast, tune into next week because we are on our Facebook page, we are also on our uh, YouTube page, but more importantly, we do this because we love footy every single week. Um, let's get into the big story. Football is back. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I had to bring the sex dolls like it in Japan. What? Sex doll crowds. Sex doll, what do you mean? Yeah, uh, in Japan, in the uh, in the soccer league, they decided to fill the stands with sex dolls. Fill the stands with sex dolls. I can't even say it. Fill the stands with sex dolls. That's what they did. They filled the stands with sex dolls. Gee. Closed. Yep. Oh, oh, that, well, that was good. You wouldn't want to distract the players. Well, let's just say they were very enthusiastic fans. They had their mouths agape. Mouths agape. Well, you know what? The main thing is, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. Uh, football is going to be back June 11. We're here to lace our podcast. Like I said, Peps and J-Dog, we're here. Uh, we're here to talk about the great game. Leave us a comment online. We are actually we're actually streaming online on the Lace Out page today, but we'll also be up on our usual channels. Massive, massive week. Where do we start, mate? Where do we start? Do we talk about the footy? Do you want to talk about Jack Stevens? Do you want to talk about the WA? Premier and a complete knob that he is. Where would you like to start, my friend? Have you got the book? Have you got the book today? The Where's book the book? Is, um, no, I don't have the book today. You don't have the book, the book is it? Well, no. lucky I've actually planned for today's episode. So footy is back as of, like I said, June 11. Um, I'm actually a little bit excited for it. It's been around about eight weeks. They're going to have around about three and a half weeks of full-time training before they get into the grand scheme of things. Some of the changes that are going to occur is that they've got the extended quarter time breaks, so they're going to be extended to give the opportunity to clean themselves and balls and all that sort of jazz. Uh, there's going to be a strict 1.5 metre social distancing on the bench. Only six coaches allowed in the coaches box. Maximum of 26 staff on game day limits. An extra 15 seconds after each goal for hygiene, water distribution. Non-competing players cannot attend non-competing players. Uh, can cannot attend games and social distancing when singing the club song post game. Uh, <laughs> they've got a lot of distancing for when they're off the ground, but they can absolutely punch the living suitcases out of each other when they're on the ground. It doesn't make much sense, does it? Nah, it's a, definitely a bit weird. Like, 
you we can tackle you. I mean, sorry, you, you can tackle each other. You can do all that. But when you're on the bench, fellas, keep your 1.5. Yeah. Uh, none, uh, no unnecessary contact. So what do you reckon about the uh, during quarter rub downs? You know, all us ex-players didn't mind the uh, rub down during the quarters. Made us look a little bit more official. Some of us needed it more than others. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's covered. That's already covered. It's all covered? Well, that's okay. So you can still get a rub down? Glen 20. What? No goanna oil. No goanna oil? No They're going to be using Glen the eucalyptus 20. oil. The eucalyptus. Glen all right. 20. Do you reckon, and once again, obviously no crowds. Here's, a, okay. here's a, a question that came up today. Normally, the smaller teams would only be going down to Geelong. And when I say smaller teams, you're looking at your Melbourne, St Kilda, North, Western Bulldogs, etc. There is no reason at all this year teams like Collingwood, Richmond, Essendon could not play games down at uh, GMHBA, NIB, Cadinia Park, Stadium, whatever it might be, for the first time in a long time. They've got no reason to say, well, we can't play there because of the members. Hmm. Correct. Do you reckon that'd still kick up a fuss? I know. What do you reckon out there, Collingwood supporters? I know that you just kick up a fuss for the sake of it every single time, because that's just what they do. Because you know, there was on the seventh day, God created Collingwood. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know. They've, they've got no reason why they can't go and play down there for the first time in a long time. Unprecedented. What? Unprecedented. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, though? Do you reckon it's going to be it's going to be one of those things that um, they'd still get pushed back by by clubs? Not our, not the smaller ones, but you reckon that your Collings would still push back on that one? Oh no, it's got to be played at the MCG because that's our home game. That's where we have to play. Well, probably from like Collingwood because Eddie's got the serious the case of the me me me's. You reckon that should be named Colling Me? Calling me. Calling me? Call- you reckon that would be what they should be called? Calling me? Well, I mean, look, let's float it at the AGM. Let's just float it, Pep. <laughs> what? Change at, our, at, our, at our AGM? This could be our AGM. <laughs> um, look, they probably will say something, um, but I do think the AFL is well within its rights to say, what's the matter? <laughs> really? Because all it comes down to is is ever the, is the crowds and um, ticket sales and I suppose the show on TV, but the show on TV is going to be the same whether it's the MCG or you know or GMHBA or bloody Taylor's Hills Rec Centre. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just going to be- <laughs> Taylor's Hill Rec Centre. Hey, Whatever what ground out there is called uh, Overland Reserve, my friend. Only the greatest of the great got to tread the hallowed blades of Overland Reserve grass. Well, you get my point. Oh, the Chris Pepper wing. It's, it was amazing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same. There's no crowds. There's just going to be players on the field. doesn't matter where it's really played. Did you see the footage of Channel 7 playing fake noises over the crowd the other night? No, I didn't miss it. So on, on, on their page, they did a simulation of the, calling, uh, the Richmond-Carlton game from the start of the season. And what they decided to do, yeah, what they decided to do was show a bit of footage of uh, Richmond kicking a goal because they couldn't find much footage of Carlton kicking a goal. So they used Richmond footage of them kicking a goal with no crowd and then simulated crowd noise over it again. Mm -hmm. 
It's just not right, mate. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't pox. do it at all. Oh, it's poo. Pop. What's that? It's poxy. Oh, it's absolutely. It's putrid, mate. Absolutely putrid. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I. Can you now? I don't know. I'm probably going to put you on the spot here, Pep. So I do apologise. Yeah. But you and I were playing silly buggers before this all kicked off, so we weren't taking it before. We usually are diligent in note taking and our research, but this week we were playing around a bit. Yep. With the hubs, I mean, it's pretty well established what the northern hub is going to look like in mm-hmm. terms of uh, the two Adelaide teams, the two uh, West Coast teams, and then Gold Coast. Yep. What do the other hubs look like? What are they doing? Uh, I'm not too sure, actually. So do you know why they're sending the, the Perth teams up to Brisbane, don't you? Because like that's that. the only place that they're able to have people come through. Right? So yep. here's, here's the kicker. And this was something I was going to bring up a little bit later on. But now that you've, uh, now that you've brought him in. Glad you're, I, I'm glad you're I'm glad we, you know, segued into that one beautifully. Can I just say, though, the Perth Premier, Mark McGowan, could there be a bigger knob running a state with some of the comments that he rolled out over the last week with the fact that the Perth teams have to go all the way to Gold Coast for six to eight weeks and play games out of there? He reckons it's an injustice that the Perth teams once again have to go to the whole AFL centric side of things and go over to the Gold Coast. Here's the thing, dickhead. The reason why is because you have a 14 day uh, quarantine period to be able for people who come into your state. So, what you're basically saying is okay, you come over to Perth. And you sit in a hotel room for 14 days without any training or anything along those lines, and then you can come and play whilst our guys run around and get a little bit of extra conditioning. Has he just got knob written all over it? Was he thinking straight when he said those comments? Or is he just another one of these... Darren. Just flogs. He's just stirring. He's just stirring the pot. Is he stirring the pot or is he just from Perth? Like, if you want to talk about stirring the pot, have a look at my background today. Once again, we've got the beautiful 186 loss that Melbourne had a number of years ago. That's stirring the pot. That's taking the piss. This guy was dead. He was serious because he doubled up two days later on his comments. I think, I think he was just stirring. You honestly think he was stirring? Or has yeah. he just been? He's just been another Perth wanker over there. Yeah, you are wankers over there, Perth. If you don't believe the me, whole, you are. The whole Perth thing, Peps. It's funny that the commentary has come out about that because remember when the AFL were trialing new rules and Hawthorne managed to get a glimpse at the new rules by having the trials with the umpires. Yep. Do you think? Do you think that is also unfair to the other? clubs outside of Victoria that Hawthorne seemed to get the the best run out of it and uh, Port Adelaide and, and the Frio teams and all what, you know, couldn't get a look at and the, the new trialling of the rules where the Victorian teams got a bit more of a look at it. I guess they're trying to, I guess what I'm trying to say is um, 
does a bias exist or do in your eyes, does a bias exist? I don't, think a, I don't think a bias exists. I just think that's the way it is. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but that's just that's just the way it is, unfortunately. So um, you're saying it's still? Pardon? Are you saying it is the VFL still? No, I just I think what it might be is the simple fact that the AFL, they are – there's 10 teams in this town. There's more teams in this state than there is for the rest of the country put together. So you've, it is Melbourne-centric. It's just the way it is. Okay? So deal with it. Now, it won't, be, it won't be like that when North end up going down to Tasmania. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's always going to be centric. It's always going to be centric here. It's always going yeah, to be centric. I, I, you can't help it. I guess what he was saying and basically the AFL were trying to control, you know, the training thing and the fact that these teams have uh, – sorry, the, the WA teams have a bit more um, relaxation in the, in, in, the, in the state rules. Yep. And we're trying to control and say, you know, you can't go training early and you can't do this and we're going to control that. That just brought back memories of when Hawthorne of Hawthorne and I think it was – Oh, don't quote me on this one here, but it was Hawthorne and uh, Western Bulldogs, was it? They had a trial game with the new rules, with the umpires trialing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that, that that I can understand. And that's why I brought back memories of that, saying, well, everyone's having a crack at WA and W's having a fight back then. And I know Port Adelaide, I think six players in the past sort of three weeks have come out and sort of said this, this bias um, and – basically deal with it. Um, it is what it is. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, I just thought it was a bit, of, a bit of a sticks and stones sort of thing, a bit of glass houses. No, oh, it's always glass houses. It is always glass houses. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. I, I, I honestly don't know what you can, what you can do about it. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just a tough one, mate. Like, it, it is just, it's tough. Uh, All right, so let's 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 change the track a little bit, just a little bit, tiny little bit. Yeah, okay. In your eyes, mm. in your wisdom, yep, father, two, three hundred and seventy-five game of these killer football, three seventy-seven games, but we're not counting three seventy-seven. Yep, is putting Adelaide and Port Adelaide in the same hotel a smart idea? Uh, no, no, they're going to be in separate. Pl- they're not going to be in the same hotel. They're going to be in different ones. Oh, they've, they've changed the rule. Yeah, they, they? they changed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Was to. that idea? Um, <laughs> I think it was the smartest thing that they could do. What, to, to reenact Ramsgate 20 years, like 15, 15 years later? Yeah, well, the funny thing is, is that, you know, we're getting some feedback. This is how great we are setting this. This is the first time we've gone live on the Facebook side of things, and we're getting some magnificent feedback. Some of the feedback that we're getting off, the, off it now at the moment is that, Peps, we can only hear you. We can only hear the bloke on the right. Um, we love the background, but it would have been better if it was the 2007 grand final. So no one at the moment can hear you. <laughs> oh. And I'm still trying to figure out what is going on and why. You stuffed me up, Peps. Yeah, so I've, I've stuffed you up for whatever reason it might be. Um, but, yeah, we'll, 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 get it, we'll get it working. We'll, we'll get it working out there, listeners. We are trying. We are trying. Technical difficulties. 
But you know what? It's all it's what we do. We have a bit of a crack, and we'll see how it is. We are trying to get this rectified. But I tell you what, the people are listening. Uh, we could oh, for the people that are listening here live on the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and all good podcast hosts. Uh, yeah, you can hear us nice and clear. All right. So uh, I am I am excited for footy. Uh, what do you reckon? Do you, would you still classify it as a a premiership? Would you classify it's, it as a premiership if you win this one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, I would. You would. Why not? Why not? Yep. You so say you'd What's go. Different about it? What's it's different? Uh, I don't think there's anything different about it. Uh, Premiership Cup to the crowds, not to the players. To who? To the crowds and not to the players. What do you mean? Well, if they're saying that, um, well, the only thing different really is there's no crowds. So, I don't know, just extending the line of thought that um, if there's no crowd, does that mean it's not a premiership? Well, I think I think it's all the same. Uh, no, I, I think, I think you yeah. No, no, you've got it. You've got to, you've got to give it. Yep. Uh, yeah, Lee McKenzie, uh, he's left a comment here. The D's would take a Little League Premiership. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Uh, Can you hear my audio now? Into pardon? the microphone. What's that? More. Microphone a bit more now. No, 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 no. Yes, we would. We would take any type of bloody Premiership at the moment, Melbourne. Uh, look, yeah, it's got to be a Premiership. It has to be a Premiership. You can't, you can't say it's not going to be a Premiership at all, are you? You can't. No. Um, whilst we're there, Peps, just a quick one with our audience. It is a live, not pretty live. Um, <laughs> no, it is live. It's, it's is just, my audio better? See, no, no, no. It's not you, mate. It's me. Dating rules. For some reason, the, uh, the streaming software that we've got going on at the moment is not picking you up, not picking up your audio. I can hear you perfectly. Just everybody else out there in um, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube who are listening to this great, fantastic um, can you repeat his answers, Pips? What a, what answers? What was the question, Merv? I got people asking us what the question. Can you what? Can you repeat his answers, Pips? What what Merv? What would you like? Yes, I would take a little league premiership. Um, no, I'd say that Jamie said that. Yeah, you take a premiership. You've got to take a premiership. You'd have to. Why yeah. wouldn't you? It's it's a yeah. premiership. It's. You, you gotta, you gotta claim it. You'd have to. I don't know. How, uh, I don't know how anyone can say it's not. Um. All right. So that's fine. So yeah, because this year is going to be, well, almost the most even year because I think Port Adelaide. Um, what's different, I suppose, us and to put my Port Adelaide hat on is we're going to be playing Gold Coast potentially twice in this um, initial phase of the um, hubs. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you mean, mean you play them twice? Well, we've already played them once. Yeah. So do we play them again? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Do you? Once again. Do you? Which was high. Do you though? I don't know. Well, I don't know if there's any other conflicts that people have got within their um, hubs. So, I mean, so when I say conflicts, I mean they've already played them in the first round. Yeah. 
I don't know if we have to have a buy in the first few weeks. No, I don't think there's going to be an issue. No, you're just going to have to play them. You may not play them again. So we have a buy. Oh, you just, well, you just don't play them again. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a bit of sense. Yeah, no, that makes a bit of sense. Don't know. Um, so I think Lee has given us some feedback around it's not working. Yeah, I'm not just... Uh, I can see your I can see your screen. You're sitting there busy trying yeah, to yeah drop. yeah no we've he's he's been look hey I must admit like this uh, Lee McKenzie I've known Lee since grade prep at uh, St Peter's he's a uh, he's a very 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 passionate hawk supporter uh, has no hesitation whatsoever drilling into me about the 1988 grand final and the lack of success. Uh, we've had over the number of years, and that's totally understandable. Um, Lee, Lee used to work for Coke. He was the um, national sponsorship manager with them for quite a long time. So what would happen is, is that when there was a Brownlow medal night or there would be the AFL launch or there'd be anything related to the AFL Hall of Fame night, he'd be there as part of his role. And um, I, used to, I used to have to um, – he used to drop more names – than anyone ever. He would just drop them left, right, and center. Left, right, and center. And had photos as well, too, to the point that his sister even got sick of it. And so now he's working for um, he's working for somebody else now. I think he's working for Booper. And guess what he's done? He's jumped ship. He's gone from the AFL to the cricket. <laughs> and now he's, now he's got the dustpan and broom. We have to sweep up all the names of them, all the cricketers now. Oh, he's unbelievable. But oh, good old Mac Daddy, absolute legend of a bloke. Plenty of time for him. Loves his, like I said, loves his AFL. And he's wrapped to have him on. Merv, thank you very much, mate. We've got the audio back. Um, uh, quick question for you, Jack Stephen. Yes. yes. He's got him, as uh, Chopper Reed would say at the start of the movie, oh, he's got himself into a bit of mischief. <laughs> um. I mean, stabbings. That's um, that's uh, is that is that a new is that a new thing the kids are doing these days? Stabbings on TikTok or something? Is it? Oh, no. oh, he's taking it to the extreme, hasn't he? It's just, the kids it's doing just, tic- oh, uh, TikTok stab stab. Look, it's not it's not funny. Let's let's be honest. It's not funny. But geez, he's giving himself a bit of a waking up, and the fact he's not he's not cooperating with the cops at all. Yep. Something a little bit dodgy in there, I think, uh, Mr. Stephen. Little bit dodgy. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm just going to say it. That's what, that's what happens when you don't pay your dealers. <laughs> I just don't care. Like, why are you not? Why would you not be wanting to talk to the cops? You get, if I got stabbed, yeah, I'd be wanting to tell my story. I'm amazed how you haven't been stabbed. <laughs> like, you, you, you're a Port Adelaide supporter. Like. Stabbing, like stabbings, is preseason for you. Like you play your hundredth, you don't run through a banner. You you run through like a, a you know a corridor of knives, and they try and shank you on the way through. Hey Dawson, hey, this is this just shows how much respect I have out there in the football community. Jared Dawson, absolute superstar. Had his first baby uh, a few weeks ago. In the comments, the great man himself, Pepper. 
What more can you say? Don't encourage him. Mark the stud from Britain over there in the UK wanted to find out a little bit more about the two of us. And all he has to do is read the comments. Just the the respect that I have from our amazing Lace Out community out there is fantastic. And I'm just going to try and read out all the great stuff people have written about you so far. Jamie? Oh, you can't hear the J-Dog. I uh, can't hear him. What? You're no wire listeners. Peps is white anding me. He's... Uh, oh, here's what Mac has done again, right? Lee Mac, I only caught the end of that, Pep. Did I tell you about my round of golf with Adam Scott? Oh, hell. I tell you what, the way that the way that Adam Scott parts, I reckon Lee might have actually beaten him. Yeah. Oh. Playing off the stick or you're playing handicaps? Oh, Lee, Lee doesn't mind playing off his own stick. I reckon he gets, he doesn't, it wouldn't be the long part, I can tell you that. It wouldn't be the long shaft. And you, yeah. Um, are, they still, are they still allowed in, um, in, in just club golf? What's that? The, What's that? the, the, the broom. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Um, look at Dors, just Dors. Ek, respect to the legend. Ha ha, one of Ek's finest. Tell you what, even the Timmy Madigan was up there. He's a superstar. One of three brothers to play two hundred games at the club. His other brothers played three hundred. It's just respect everywhere. This is a great community. This is the greatest podcast that we've ever had. We're going to do this every single week from now on. Maybe you can get a few of your mates on here as well too, Jamie. It was at a PGA Pro-Am he played. <laughs> you watching the chats coming through? Um, yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a laugh. It's, it's actually quite good to talk a bit of footy for a change. Um, so one thing that we are going to be doing, we said this right at the start of the year, is that every week, Thursday night before the games, or we might even do it Wednesday night, depending on when games are going to be scheduled, we know at this stage they're looking at running the standard time slots. So we're looking at Thursday nights, Friday nights, Saturday, Saturday afternoon, maybe twilight, evening, Sunday, maybe mid-morning nights. Uh, we will do our tips um, for the round as well too. So you won't get to hear us once. We, you get to hear us twice a week. Now, I don't know. I think we're going to be going live with those ones, but we'll be definitely bringing out our tips and we'll be launching them on the podcast, uh, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, every single week. So get in there. Uh, what's that? Pornhub. Hub as well. The hub, the Pornhub, incognito mode. Don't get yourselves in trouble. Um, and Jamie, once again, will be running a tutorial on how to use incognito mode. He is an absolute specialist at that. Um, so the guys went back to training last night. Did you hear some of the review? Did you hear some of the um, some of the stories Reviews about training already? I haven't, no. So Melbourne turned up. They spoke to Jake Lever. And um, so Burjo, Darren Burgess, mm-hmm. first day back, four 1K time trials. Yep, that's not too far. And then seven Ks of skill work on top of that. That's not too much. That's not too much. When was the last time you did seven Ks of skill work? And I'm not talking about on a bike. Uh, this afternoon, this morning. Yep. What, what's, yeah. what skills were you doing? I was running. Yeah. Uh, did you run this morning? Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. How far? Yep. Not uh, seven Ks. Ah, oh, this week. 
Um, not very far. No, nah, that's, that's just a jog for you because you are ranked number nine in the world. Everybody, hey, for the people who don't know who are watching us online for the first time, Jamie was ranked number nine in the world for his age group in triathlons. He will say that didn't actually happen. But we've been going with it for uh, two and a half years now, and we're still going to continue with that as well too. Um, yeah, so they're, they're all back. Some of the footage is back. It's good to see them having a kick around. It's just going to be an interesting season, isn't it? Going to be a very interesting season. Um, did you see the report that Joe Danaher still a long way from it? <laughs> For God's sake. Fucking hell. Can I say, <laughs> can I say... <laughs> Essendon, you're a b- why did you keep him? You can't even get him on the field. You should have got two first rounders for him or a first and second rounder and sent him off to Sydney and got something back for him. Oh, you are shocking. How could you not get this bloke back on the field? It's either his commitment or the, st- or the medical staff at Essendon are absolutely pathetic. It's It's woeful. They are woeful. And they don't reckon he's going to be right for a good portion of, well, probably for most of the year. He's struggling to get another game. So I think he's played something like 10 games in two years, and it could be 10 games in three years. Um, Shave the mow off. I reckon that might help. That might be throwing out his equilibrium. Equilibrium? It could be, like a cat. Cats have mustaches. No, when you cut a cat's whiskers, don't they just fall over? <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> I've heard that. Is that a true thing? Or not a true call thing? Dr. Harry. Know. We might get Dr. Harry to get on the chat and see if he can give us some heads up about this as well too. Can someone tell me if that's true or not? Oh, yeah. Just write a note to us, can you please? Um, been rolling for if, like 20 years. Pardon? You've been saying that. been rolling for 25 years. <sighs> Unbelievable. Um, one other thing. You know, remember the last couple of weeks we've talked about uh, books that you should have a bit of a read of? Um, yep. We've also spoken oh. about um, movies you should have a bit of a look at as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, one, of the, one of the great things that is available now on the AFL website, have you seen the Hamish McLaughlin uh, little interviews that he's been doing? No. With um, uh, with with players, he's he did one with um, Tom Boyd recently. He did one the week before, and I've gone blank on who it was with. So, listeners, if you're out there and you can remember who it was, please write it through. Uh, Campbell Brown, and he was talking about um, you know you know what made him, what's made him cry and what's made him get upset, and he was talking about how his mum's passed away, and Tom Boyd was talking about the pressures of football, how it just got to him too much. And it's just been a, a, a nice little um, interview series that uh, they've been rolling out. They've been rolling it out with AIA Vitality as a bit of a, a partnership there. Can I tell you, listeners and viewers, get on and have a look. Uh, it's on the AFL website. They are, they're just beautiful stories, and it's sort of showing uh, another side. So they've got – I think he spoke on the weekend. He's got nine of them at the moment. Um, and it was funny. He sort of – it took a while for, to get the, the, the first couple on board. Um, but then when they took off, uh, more and more people want to be part of it as well too. So it's a really, really good story. And I would highly um, recommend that you get on and, and have a bit of a look. And if you have if you have seen them as well, um, get online and have a bit of a look. Um, good old Timmy Madigan, Merv, superstar. Yeah, Dodoro is a spud. 
Is he the worst person to ever try and trade with? Lee, you'd know because you've probably picked his name up once or twice. Um, is he just a spud? Is, is he just shit to deal with? I know, we know he's crap to deal with, but does he ever realise that, you know, just there might be better to get rid of these, some of these players than keep them on their list just clogging up space? I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. With next year's lists dropping quite considerably, would they keep Joe Danaher? Because so, I think you have to drop probably five or so players next year. Would you? Yeah. You wouldn't keep him, would you? You'd have to because he's probably worth something to Sydney in a year's time or a year or two time. Maybe. So you reckon Sydney might take the risk, but Essendon won't? Well, if you want to get the most money for him, you'd almost have to have him on the park. They'd have to have him on the park. I just don't know when they're going to get him on the park. Yeah, that's the win. Yeah. Uh, Mac has come back saying no one wants to work with him, and that's pretty much the the voice or the um, the narrative we've heard for many, many years. Merv's a big fan of Tom Boyd. Mind you, Tom Boyd, for all the criticism he copped from everywhere, how good was he in that final series? How good was his long bong from 85? <laughs> if you didn't get wood after that, nothing ever will. I don't, th- I don't think Merv's actually um, suppressed his love for Tom Boyd. But yeah, that's a really good article, a really good interview. Have a look at it as well, too. Um, Roy T.O. Uh, one of the things, so to, for the listeners who have been on the podcast for the last couple of weeks, um, we've actually got a, a, an international fan base. Yes, it's, it's hard to understand, but uh, one of our international fans, um, Mark the Stud, over in England, and his beautiful girlfriend. Uh, listen to us regularly, and um, he asked us, because we talk about football quite a fair bit, but the people, do they really know who we are and a little bit of information about us? So I thought every week we might just share something something small about who we are as people. Um, I'll let you go second. Um, but, yeah, one of the things, look, just um, I, I started playing footy with a, lot, a few of these people on the chat today back in nine. 19- 1985, down at the Great East and racked up 377 games there. Um, massive part of my life. But one of the things that I was also uh, very, very passionate about, I used to go to, you know, Auskick, before it was Auskick, we used to go to footy clinic. Merv used to go, uh, Lee Mack used to go, Dorse used to go. We got to play Little League. And in 1987, I was a member of, strap yourself in, the Elastoplast Little League Premiership team. Now, you might think, big freaking deal, whoop-de-whoop. Well, let me just tell you about these. I'll give you, can I give you three names who played in that team with me? Sure. Brad Lloyd. You know, you know we know who Brad Lloyd is, football, uh, chief of football down there at Carlton. Played some games for the Hawks. Absolute superstar bloke and superstar player. Rupert Batheris. Collingwood. Yep. Collingwood. And a tall gingerhead who racked in, who racked in 400 games of VFL AFL football, the one, the only, Dustin Fletcher. So the three of us, 
plus everybody else, but none of them ever made anything of their careers. I run a football card, a Scanlon's football card. You can find that, an official card, which came out 60 cents with a shitty piece of chewing gum in six cards. We're there. So that's a little bit about me. That's my first personal point. And once again, good old Mac Daddy has come out with a point. I was in the 86 premiership team. You know, just when I want to have something to highlight my... I don't know if he was on a footy card, but I was. Yep. And Dee Fletcher was in the 86 team as well. Okay, Macca. What more do you want? But that's a little bit about me, and I'll just give you a little bit more every week. What about you, J-Dog? Tell us something Tell us something about yourself that brings the viewers into, and, and the listeners, in the uh, uh, wonderful world of Jay Wallace. Well, I'm actually... I actually grew up in the country and uh, a country boy from North Central and um, football was not a love of mine really. Um, I was a big, tall, unco kid and I actually played hockey for a long time. What, Field what, hockey. Was? Was? Was. Still is? Was. No, uh, I haven't. I haven't You're, a played it. You're a beast. You're a beast. I haven't played it but uh, for a long time. But I think until about 16... So maybe 18, I played field hockey yeah. basically you know, all the time, all the time. But did you, did you, um, did you, because you're a massive triathlete, when did you discover that was your, your passion? Because that's um, something that I've always wanted to know is what made that your passion? Because, you know, we love footy, but there's other things to footy. Yeah. So triathlon for me really happened, um, oh, I sort of turned 18, 19, 20, and I sort of stacked on. Stacked on a bit. Um, I'm six foot two and I sort of went up to about 113 kilos. So I went from being um, probably around the 75 to 80 when I was um, 17, 16 years old. And I really, really stacked it on all basically within a year. Um, So I started running, just running every night, just a little bit of a jog here and there and a bit of a diet thing as well. And I guess after a year or two, maybe two years of just running consistently, sort of got down to, um, went from 113, got down to about 68 at my absolute lowest, um, just running and not eating a whole lot. I um, decided to switch to triathlon doing the, in Melbourne and I think in all capital cities at one point, there was a big BRW corporate triathlon that thousands and thousands of people would do and I got invited to go and do that. Did you win it? Um, had a blast and I ended up uh, going, into, going into the uh, shed at home and Dad had an old 10, no, 8-speed eight 8-speed eight uh, Repco bike. Did it have the shifter in the middle? Uh, yeah, it did. It uh, did? Down, down. Actually, I got a photo. Actually, that photo, one of my first season doing triathlon actually popped up in my newsfeed the other other week. So I'll get the photo and I'll put it on the lace out. Do it, podcast. do it, do it. And that's really where it all took off. And so then from there, it's just been triathlon and um, and footy really just following football as a absolute fanatical traveling. Um, a lot of times just driving to Adelaide in the mornings to watch port on a Saturday afternoon or traveling Friday night from work, just leaving in the morning, you know, leaving after work. Um, and you just become obsessive. Oh, that's awesome, mate. So next week, we are going to say, we're going to tell you how we ended up bearing for the teams on Massive Melbourne. He's Massive Port Adelaide. Yep. Just, can you just smile for the camera for a second? Uh, you look for my teeth? <laughs> yes. I got one. Missing actually from a hockey, from a hockey ball. Hockey. 
Why can't you say it was yeah. a, a scuffle in the, um, in the yard well, at, at Alberton Prison? The people out there, yep. if you've ever played hockey, a proper game of hockey, uh, you basically got a cricket ball. You're hitting, nah. hitting a ball harder than a cricket ball and it's flying at your face at crazy speeds. And that's so, happened to me. I got, so that, I got, a, I got a, And then got so a now that you're older, do you, is it often that you um, hit the ball hard that any balls that you hit hard now that hit you in the face on a regular basis at all now? Or? Um, I, I just make sure my balls are clean. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, um, hey, ladies and gents, just um, one thing that uh, we did last year and we're going to be rolling it out this year again is the Lace Out AFL Tipping competition will be running up again. So what we'll do is uh, we will put a link in the description. We want you to be part of it because we have a massive prize at the end of the season. Yet to be decided, but I guarantee it'll be worth you having a crack every single week. So stay tuned for more. Um, got a confession. What's that? I got a confession. Yep. The AFL tipping machine yep. looks like the machine Tron. I may have to just blow the dust off and pull the cover off that tipping machine. Yep. I haven't gone to that website. Yep. It's, it's we might just start a freshy. We might just start a fresh, fresh, <laughs> fresh. All right, we might just do it fresh. Um, so what we're going to do is we'll get that up. Very, we'll get that up the next couple of weeks. Um, hey, look, sorry for the technical side of things that we had earlier on with the audio, but I know that every single one of you's uh, had a crack. For every people who's been on the chat tonight, thank you very, very much. Um, we once again, if you want to listen to this show again uh, and actually hear Jamie's voice for the first half of the show, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on all where all good podcasts are sold or hosted. Uh, but more importantly, we're just going to be here every single week. Uh, and I think with the response that we have, we might have to do this every single week now, go live. I think we just do it. We'll change the background. Next year, we might put up a photo, we might put up a photo of uh, the, I don't know, maybe the 2007 AFL Grand Final scoreboard. We might just do that. Um, but more importantly, uh, I'm Chris Pepper, a.k.a. Peps. We've got the J-Dog. And every single week we finish it off with the beautiful question, Jamie. How do you like your football? I like it lace out. Like your ladies. Thanks, everybody. Have a cracking week. We'll see you next week on the Lace Out Podcast. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Lace out.